RX Radio. Hello there. It's Daniel Omaro on your radios so and hear me out. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. Or whichever day of the week and time of day you're listening to this, you know, the podcast version. You can get it on the app download from, you know, Google Play or App Store. Hey, check it out. The things you miss live, you get to listen to later. I wish that was the same about Coitus. But yeah, it's that show where the wrong guy has the overright opinions and stuff. And I just wanted to start this show with a story. For no reason. Because I feel like it. I used to play rugby once upon a time. Don't laugh. I swear, you're just being mean. But yeah, I used to play rugby. I was a, um, what do they call them, winger? Mm. I was a tiny guy on the team, the first one. As roadrunner. Like if we each had a negative trait on the team, mine would be dodging child support. I could run. <laughs> From kids. But yeah, so that, that was my role on the team. And I was having, I was having the time of my life, right? Because I'm a bit hard to catch. I'm like a girl in early 20s. They play hard to get. So I was I was missing from the equation. Open the gap, give me the ball, and I am gone. I couldn't get got until one day I got got. Someone caught me in midair while I was driving for the try line. <laughs> caught me, lifted me a bit higher, and then dropped me back on the ground. KO! Like 30 seconds of my life lost to nothing. I just wasn't present for that time. I start to wake up, right? And the first thought on my mind is, eh, why is my room so hot? Because you're not used to falling asleep in other places. It's not like I used to drink. I, <laughs> I just, just like, why is my room so hot? And why is the bulb so bright? Eh? What is happening here? The confusion, right? You don't know what's going on. And then it gets weirder. Why am I out of breath? Now, the part of the story I forgot to tell you guys is that when I was tackled, this guy who tackled me dropped me from like five feet and then landed on top of me. So we slid through the try line. So now I'm here, lying down, thinking I'm in my room, looking at a bright light in a very hot room, uh, out of breath with a hot, sweaty, big man on top of me. And my thought was, what have we been doing? You know that confusion? If you've ever been knocked out, you never come back okay like you don't know where you are you get to figure things out slowly it's like a shock right which i am sure is how nrm chaps feel right now bambi twitter twitter has been mean twitter has done bad things they have uh, taken down a couple of you know nrm supporter accounts actually twitter and facebook have taken down over 3000 social media accounts for you know spreading wrongful propaganda uh, inciting violence, um, things like being engaged in coordinated, inauthentic activity in Uganda to promote Museveni. That's the version they're giving us. It's like when you get expelled from school for gross misconduct. We never really know what you did, but we know it's messed up. So yeah, about 418 accounts have been deleted from Twitter. And, you know, people are rejoicing, right? I, I won't lie to you. I, I am celebrating one account that isn't there. I checked for Sebunya Shafiq, and this guy was the ultimate NRM troll. Didn't matter what you were talking about. He just wanted to make you feel bad for even criticizing the government. Like, this guy is straight up after the November shootings. This guy is like, yeah, what were they doing in the streets, though? And I'm like, bruv, have some consideration. So when at Sebunya Shafiq was taken down from Twitter, I was like, ah, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> 
did not like this person. I mean, there's being a troll and having a different opinion, but then there's being plain mean, right? But, you know, a lot of them could have just been supporters. My question is, if um, we are we're celebrating right now because they took down people whose opinions a lot of people don't agree with. A number, let me say a number, or people don't agree with. But what if it was the opinion of someone you actually did agree with? Yeah, and this is where my grievances come in. I'm just like, uh, this can't be one-sided, right? Because I think we all know a couple of accounts on social media, regardless of political affiliation, maybe just life, them just being there, the things they do, the things they say. We know some people who are either very profane, uh, very antagonistic, or just plain savage, right? On social media. But because our values align or we share opinion not even values we, we share opinion we agree on the same things we are not going to make light of people like that right we are only going to celebrate when the people we don't agree with get taken down it's not to say I, I agree with a lot of the things government does no you're allowed to criticize them please at least it's the best way to let them know what exactly is going on in your head and uh, help them understand where they can do better if they listen you're allowed to critique them. That, that is natural. But as we celebrate this, let's not think of it as a win, but more as a beginning. Because, uh, I mean, if they can go after the people in power, then <laughs> who you, you are who? Hey, it could go both ways. And the day you have an opinion, that may not be necessarily wrong, but just um, not popular. You could be removed. Because I, I think that's where we're headed. That's the idea in my mind. I'm like, mm, we are not so far from that. We're not so far removed. And we have to be objective about this. I mean, America had Trump taken off Twitter, right? Um, account deleted. Might not come back because it's not like they keep it in a freezer and then they pull it out and microwave it and put it back. No. Deleted, I think, means gone. Unless you're like those annoying desktops and laptops that have a recycle bin. But yeah, um, he's not coming back. He's probably not. But right now, they're regretting having Joe Biden as a president. A number of them. And I'm not making this up. There's a, the guy's poll is at 22%. He's doing really badly. So he's not my president, so I don't have to care. But listen, guys disagreed with Trump and they had him removed. And then now they miss him. Opinions could change any time, right? So I'm just saying, don't be so quick to celebrate. Let's consider the repercussions on you as an individual as well. And if you would have the same energy if it was someone you agreed with. This is not in support of anyone in particular. Just saying, be objective about the issue. Because next time, it may be your opinion getting stifled. See you me out with Daniel Omara on this beautiful day. Lots of stuff to talk about. I'll be back with more. But now, a music break. And then I can bring back my lumpensite. And welcome back to Hear Me Out with Daniel Omara. Only guy who played rugby in high school and quit because his mom asked him a very important question that African mothers use to manipulate us in everything we do. Have you guys ever been so ambitious about something? Like, 
when I used to play rugby in high school and then at some point in my life I wanted to get a bike. Do not stop me from achieving either of those things. It was my mom simply asking me, "Do you want me to die?" And in my mind I'm thinking, I don't see what this has to do with you. But then at the same time, you kind of appreciate the stress it would cause her because any man who loves his mom has to consider that, you know, my demise could really be heartbreaking. So, you keep yourself alive for the sake of your parents and stuff like that. But it's a very nice mom move used by moms. Works every time. I won't lie. Try it on your kid when he's, you know, being defiant. But also speaking of moms, uh, someone posted on the Rx Radio fans page on Facebook the other day. Uh Daniel Gabriel Ikaba or something like that. And he says, to be honest, some men will miss a good woman just because she's a single mother. Some of them are beautiful souls. And uh, I won't lie, I agree with this entirely. But some of them, quite a number of them are actually beautiful souls. I mean, it takes something special for you to be a mom, right? Yeah, you could push someone out, but taking care of them is a whole other ball game. And I'm not even speaking from the perspective of experience, just empathy. It's a lot being a parent of any kind. The experience is different for women and for guys, but kudos to single moms who are doing it out there on their own, right? Respect to you. And I don't think having had a kid makes you an evil person. You should not be demonized. Um you, you should not be observed or seen as, you know, used goods as people like to say it. No. That should not be the case. You should get your respect and your props because usually you're the parent who chose to stay. In certain circumstances, let me not say usually, but in certain circumstances, uh, you are the parent who chose to stay because their fathers want nothing to do with the kid, right? At all. Uh, then there's incidents where the dad is deceased or incapacitated in whatever form. So you have to deal with all this alone, right? I understand. But I have a problem um, with how anything contrary to that opinion is viewed. It kind of bothers me, to be honest, because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I came in here on chiller stuff and posted well you know with all due respect and love to single mothers i just don't want to get attached to a kid that isn't mine which i think is a valid opinion a, a lot of men i just you know we we know what it means to children to have us around right okay let me put it this way. i'm one of those people who gets attached to kids one of those people who gets very attached to kids two things i love in life kids and cats hmm kid cats that's my combination i love kids like i i i just get excited seeing children happy and if i can contribute to that joy i am going for it i kids are like my addiction they cheer me up in ways they don't even understand you could be having a bad day and you just see a child smile and you're like mm, it's worth it i will get through this they have that thing about them so i get very easily attached to kids which frightens me because i have been in a situation where i was in a toxic relationship with the mom but couldn't leave because i liked the kid and as someone who's a teacher as well i i have a fair you know knowledge of child psychology and stuff and their minds are really fragile they're seeking attachments you get like the reason why your memories your childhood memories are far more vivid 
than your adult memories. I mean, you remember stuff that happened to you from five years ago, which should by measure be considered insignificant, but it's there because it meant a lot to you as a kid, right? You are looking for attachments. You are building relationships. That was the time, early childhood. And now as an adult, you can't remember what you ate for lunch yesterday. You can't remember the TV program. So kid memories like just way way better so the departure of a human being from a child's life would be you know almost traumatic and people are like i have daddy issues because of so and so i don't want to be that guy i really don't want to be that guy it sounds like a cop-out a lot of people may be listening in and thinking you know this this is you just avoiding responsibility also yes because um it's not my kid as if over like let's be frank here it's it's really not my kid and you know it's no longer a 50-50 relationship because I'm coming in to take care of an extra responsibility which really should not be mine to be frank not even in a mean way and we all know that uh, single mom is a package deal you get the mom and the kid so I'm just not going to go lie and be there as if oh no I look you don't get to pick with a package deal you don't get the mom and then say no but you have to leave the kid behind if you want me no you don't so if you're not going to be serious don't go there just don't go there and there's just guys like this who are like you know what I'm not going to waste your time it's not disrespectful we admire and respect what it means to carry a kid you know nine months rent free that's a lot of work free food yo I wish I had an apartment like that that would mean a lot to me but I don't. So motherhood is like an unpaid business in of sorts. I'm, I'm not going to advocate for like a pay rise or anything, but we, we can offer the respect and the resources you need to do well. Today's not that day. Yeah, you get. But I admire it and I respect it. So someone came up and said, uh, bro, <laughs> it's a female, by the way. It's called Jules. Decent lady. I'm, I'm not trying to make anyone look bad here. And said, then you don't love her that much. Yeah, said, bro, then you don't love her that much. She comes with her luggage. You can't deal. Leave her for men who actually can stop whining already. And uh, the thing I'm saying is, I'm not whining. I'm giving you an opinion that people normally don't discuss. Uh, Single moms. Even single parents, by the way. To some extent. A kid is kind of a deal breaker of sorts. Because some people are just like, I am going to be walking into two lives. And in the event that I live both lives, I've traumatized two people. And they're just like, I'm not going to do this. Or I'm not ready to take on the responsibility of a child. Mine, let alone someone else's. Or I, I'm just scared of your ex because of the way you talk about them. Like, if I'm in a relationship with you and you tell me, oh, my ex is crazy, that's why I broke up with him. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, hold up, hold up. He's crazy. So you had a baby with a crazy person. Not, not in an offensive way. It's just, you did though. So I'm a bit concerned about my safety. I'm like, what if he decides to come back to claim territory? Eh? Is he one of those people? So for my own safety as well, I can't be looking over my shoulders all the time. Because it's, it's very hard to pay attention to you and watch my back at once. It's difficult, right? So me it's just a kid honestly it's just a kid there's a bunch of other reasons but for me it's just a kid i believe that anyone who has a kid any single parent who has a kid um please 
keep that kid away from people you're trying to date or trying to smash until you know for real that is serious I'm, i'm not saying hide them from the person you're dating or something i'm just saying let them know you have a kid but the kid doesn't have to meet them because people come in and out of your life a bit quickly yeah look you deserve love as well single parents you deserve love single moms you deserve love you understand i'm i'm just trying to let you not get screwed over it's it's important to have these discussions but i wish you all the best with the children however i will say if you're a single parent and if you're a single mom and the dad wants to be in that kid's life and you're the one keeping him away from the kid or the keeping the kid away from him then you may need to rethink your decision i just thought i'd leave that there It's here me out with Daniel Omar on Rx Radio. Let's uh, break for some beautiful music and I'll be back shortly. Hear me out, hear me out. Non-stop hits. Hear me out with Daniel Omar on Rx Radio. And um, before we went to the break, we were talking about baby mamas. And yeah, a couple of opinions coming in. Okay, so when I talk about um, keeping the babies away from someone, right? Keeping the kid away from someone. It's just so they get confused by uncles and aunties leaving. It's something I'm also exercising in my life. In my life as, an, as a childless guy, right? But two of my nephews know two of my exes. And that is not a good look. Which means I can't let them see another woman except the one I'm going to marry. Because of the example I want to set for them. Tough stuff like that. I can't go missing from my nephew's lives. But, you know, I'm kind of like their uncle. I'm supposed to be a role model. So, your actions do impact the kid. Just, I'm not trying to be right here. See, I'm just giving you an example of what I feel. I think I'm kind of trying to do. I don't know if it's working. Mm-hmm. If they still turn out to be players, that would be very unfortunate because I have sacrificed so much. <laughs> There's so many people I could have gone to. Yeah, okay, I've been with. But yeah, it's um, you have to make choices in life. Or just uh, keep them at your house. Anyway, kids will cock-block you, naturally. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Also, speaking of cock-blocking, I wanted us to um, talk about an interesting topic. Uh, this is um, interesting ways in which women cock-block themselves. Yeah, like uh, how you, okay, basically how you could be ruining your own sex life as a female, but from a guy's perspective, right? The things you do that turn us off, <laughs> essentially, that's what I'm trying to say. And it's a question a couple of ladies have asked me, because sometimes I, I dwell on gender topics. It's usually not my thing, but yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So, ways in which you ruin the experience right and number one is going to be a bit controversial to be honest but it's something you need to hear you all never carry protection yeah this 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 is this sounds like a funny one that's why i started with it because it it's completely it sounds completely unrelated allow me explain hear me out basically a lot of times actually very often 
in a couple of cases, let me put it that way, we are surprised by sex. Like you're sitting at home playing PS or doing some work or just having a day off or you're somewhere or you've just you've just gotten back and you receive a phone call from someone she's like hey hey what's up you good yeah i'm good what's up with you like i'm in your neighborhood can i pass by and you're like yeah sure you move a few things around because you know no matter how clean a guy's house is there's bound to be a little bit of disorganization just a bit that one cloth that missed the cloth basket and is on the floor for some reason ladies it's not deliberate by the way we just try we miss and we give up we're like "Mm, leave it it will be fine so yeah you organize the place a bit she comes over you organize the place because of your reputation. You get clean, but yeah, you need to set a few things straight. She comes over, she chills. You know, you guys, you even give her controller two of the PlayStation. She should probably let you beat her just so you can get it over with. And this uh, starts to snuggle up a little. It gets weird. And next thing we know, we are on, on the verge of, you know, coitus. And then comes the question, do you have protection? Now, you see, the funny thing about foreplay for us guys is we don't think about protection up until the point of penetration. That's why a lot of guys end up going in live. Because, oh my God, it has skipped my mind, but okay, let's do this. Usually, we have our own, but sometimes we don't, which is the scenario I'm talking about where we are surprised by an encounter. You could have protection, but then, you know, it has aged, it has kind of like expired. That happens a lot because I can guarantee you every guy has that one condom that has died of old age in his wallet it's called the condom curse apparently it's this myth that uh, when you carry protection you don't get laid so some guys do it so they can get laid and uh, that's why diamond has so many kids anyway um yeah i say so she comes over right uh, things are happening and you don't have protection but the thing is you didn't know you were going to be smashing that day as a guy you had no idea you woke up, like, I'm going to have my tea, I'm going to send in a few proposals, answer a few emails, chat with some people, go out for one or two, three meetings, maybe I have an event in the evening, let me come chill home for the afternoon, and then I will leave at about five to beat traffic. And someone comes over and smashes you, and they are surprised that you don't have protection. Ladies, it happens. It happens. Sometimes we're not ready for you. We're not like hardwired to be hard all the time. Like, yo, first be as if it's easy. Like, what's up? What is this? So yes, I would recommend for incidents like that, you carry your own protection to maximize the chances of you getting laid. Because I mean, there's like 33 types of birth control, if I remember correctly. But uh, none of those is actual disease control except the condom. And even that is to a limited extent, only as far as penetration is concerned. It's not like skin to skin, you're going to die on the outside, on the outside. It's not like you can survive skin to skin on the outside. You could still catch hepatitis, but the condom is going to reduce chances of, you know, um, STDs, UTIs, and all that stuff. So we would rather have that. And also, we don't trust your um, birth control methods. We've heard of people getting betrayed. So in our heads, we are thinking, no, I'm not going through with this. I am not ready to be a father because that that is a very likely outcome of this occasion. Let me not lie to you, ladies. I mean, we've seen it with a lot of guys and uh, a lot of women have done it. I'm not going to talk about Brittany Arena, but we know what you, you, you get. We understand how this happens. So to maximize your chances of getting laid at a guy's place, carry your own protection. Because there's a chance he may not have some. Or he may have just run out. 
because you know if he's a bachelor then hey, people are on rotation uh, please understand be ready you might not be the only one always accept possibilities that's all i'm saying that's the thing carry your own protection because it also shows that you care you care about more than just babies you actually care about disease transmission and stuff for me the point i'm trying to make is carry protection ladies because we all know how you rejected the femidom women refused the female condom you jumped <laughs> you you rioted against it <laughs> you threw tomatoes at it you did not want anything to do with the female condom so all i'm saying is this is the next best alternative it's the least you could do really so for your own safety by the way and the guy you're smashing <laughs> just and also yes like i say to maximize your chances of getting laid because if you don't have them chances are he's, he's not going to enjoy the experience as much because he's, he's scared to bust a nut in you so things like that you get yeah thank you for coming to my TED talk i'll be back with more we're still talking ways in which women um ruin their own sex lives on hear me out with daniel omara keep it rx let's take a short music break and i'll be back Radio. Okay. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> ah, I should not be laughing, and the reason I'm laughing is it's probably not even funny to you guys, but in my head it just sounds amazing. I'll explain it later. Welcome back to the show. It's here me out with Daniel Omara and uh, we are talking ways in which women, you know, ruin their own sex lives. And I mentioned number 1 is by not carrying protection. And now you think it's a man's job to carry protection. Yet sometimes take it upon yourself just to improve your chances of actually getting laid because life just scares us. Okay, some of us. <laughs> let me be honest. Some guys are just like, let me in. I shall thrive. But no, uh the most of us are, you know, hey, we need to stay safe, right? There's greater fears than just babies. But yeah, and it's it's a valid point, ladies. Like it or not. Make it take initiative. You know, do some for yourself. Yeah, the next point I was going to give is um <laughs> wanting to emasculate a strong man. Now, this is an uncommon one. I don't think anyone has told you guys this before. But um ladies, some of you are attracted to strong a lot of you i think the average female i think the female is attracted to masculinity yeah i think that's the only way to say it. just like the masculine the males are attracted to femininity so naturally right if if you're going after a dude who's strong and masculine you know objective focused doing his thing right a guy who's naturally in combat mode all the time he's ready to provide like he's he's there he's present financially physically emotionally a bit because like i always say out of those three you can only pick two he's there though strong masculine guy please note i'm not talking about powerful men because not all powerful men are particularly masculine 
I don't mean you know anything by it, but I don't think Bill Gates comes off as the most masculine guy, right? That's kind of the contrast. Yeah, that's the thing. So I'm talking about the guys who women look at and they're like, mm, I want him to carry me, take me, and ravage me. Those ones, those hardcore chaps, big guy. Weirdly, I think Gorilla is in that category. If if he wasn't so quirky. <laughs> if he took himself a little more seriously but then again that's his brand so mm, let the brother do what works it's working for him i'm sure there's still chicks who just love to smash but like that masculine hardcore guy right the solid guy the hard guy guy who doesn't cry at funerals the guy who probably wouldn't cry at his own funeral you know <laughs> but yeah that guy and then you want to take him as a woman you chose him for that purpose because of his strength personality character and his masculinity but you get to the bedroom and you want to dominate him i'm sorry that's just not going to work out look um say what it is but there's a very high likelihood and by high i mean there's a 95% chance that for a guy like that he probably gets hard on uh, domination on him doing the dominating naturally you know ceo top position that thing this that's probably where he arouses you know gets his arousal from that's his motivation that is the purpose it is the plan it is purpose that binds us and that's how he likes it so you coming in with this feels a lot to him like a masculation like you're trying to take the power away from him yet the power his drive his grind his success everything he's doing all his ambition is based on the power So you try and take that away from him. He's kind of going to throw a brother off and he's just going to be like, "No, I am um, I'm not a fan of this." So you have to know the type of guy you're dealing with, ladies. Y'all don't really do enough research. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going to be frank about this. There's there's women have very little knowledge about men. In so many regards, you know too little and the little you know you you learn from other women usually. It's why chicks who have male friends usually do better in the dating game okay not usually but do better sometimes in the in, in the dating game because you know they have information from the other side it's almost like walking around and having the CIA on your side you get you, you have information that people don't have access to simply because they've chosen to cut themselves off so you need to learn these things about guys but masculine strong men usually don't want to be dominated so it's going to ruin the experience because he won't feel like he's getting it the way it's supposed to be got when did i become this guy giving advice like this my goodness the other reason why your sex life is probably messed up as a female how you're ruining it for yourself is asking stupid questions during intercourse ladies we need to talk about this particular one because i i, I don't understand it i'm laughing but it's it's more of a laugh of confusion than excitement i don't know how to explain it why do you keep asking these things at that moment actually no no i know why i know why you'll ask these crazy questions at times like that and I'm, i i think i'm going to explain from my perspective because that's what this is i am speaking from a purely male perspective just hear me out The reason you're like asking questions during coitus in my opinion is because you know how vulnerable men are in that moment. It's not that you want the answers to those questions. You just want them to tell you what you want to hear so they can get what they want. It's like the peak of transaction in that moment. That is my theory. 
That is my theory. Because why else would you ask, do you love me? On our first night meeting. It's not like we've been chatting on social media for months, but hey, we we you know we we met somewhere, we exchanged numbers, I invited you over, you came over, and then you're asking, Do you love me? What yeah, well, what is what? Why? Why why do you do these things to people? Like we just say out here trying to live, some of you trying to find love in all the weirdest places. Like, that's not the right time to be asking that question. And that's why I say it, it's not that you want the answer. It's just that you want to be in a position of control whereby you can say, I did it because he said he loved me. Because I know some of you don't get, you know, physically attached if there's no emotional attraction. So you have to create one or at the very least an excuse to engage. But those questions throw us off. They throw us off balance because now I'm thinking, mm, I can't even go live. She probably wants a baby and I'm not ready to take care of one. And in comes the condom issue from the beginning. You see how these things are connected? Yeah. So it's problematic. Because I don't understand. If you if you wanted an honest answer, quite frankly, in my opinion, if you wanted an honest answer, you would not be asking a question like that immediately after foreplay, right before penetration. You would have asked in the club. You would have asked in the Uber. You could have even asked in the random phone conversations. Well, have, there's so many opportunities. Not this one. And chances are I don't. Because that's a very hard word to just throw around. Love. Love is not something you disrespect. It's a title you earn. Oh, unless you're family. You know, because it's the only place where you can hate someone and live with them. <sighs> this is why I'm not married. But you get the point. It's not something you just throw around. So weird questions like that at that time. Mm-mm, no. No, 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 no. These things of we're having a romantic moment and then you're like, did you pick the clothes from outside? No, I did not. Why are you asking now? This is not the time for those questions. Please stop. Respect yourself. Let us do this. Because if you keep ruining it for me with these questions, I'm not going to deliver the D you came for. So I, I really, really... Mm, stop it. I don't want... I needed to get that rant out of my system. See me out with Daniel O'Mara on RX Radio. Um, keep it with us for some good music, and I will be back in a bit. Why is it that you can't seem to stop listening? That's because you're listening to RX Radio. RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. I can. So I keep finding myself laughing <laughs> during this show because <laughs> I, I cannot believe this is who I've become. <laughs> oh, Mara, when did you become the guy giving sex advice? <laughs> when? I hope it works, though. If it's helping, holla. <laughs> I, I, I am amused. It's here me out with Daniel Omara and... Ah, goodness, <laughs> I'm doing this. Yeah, and it's fun. I won't lie, it is fun. I did not know how much I love discussing this topic or how much I wanted to, so I'm going in. All right, reason number four. Oh, method number four in which um, you cock block yourself, right, as a woman. 
how you ruin your sexual experience with a guy is playing hard to get in the bed it is we do not like okay let me put it this way there's a right way to play hard to get mhm yes it's kind of a a form of flirtatiousness whereby you give me enough to work with to show you're interested but you also keep me far enough to get to know me from a bit of a distance right but it's flirtatious in a way that you have to be consistent so every time we have to get closer hmm over time we have to get closer let me put it that way over time we have to get closer and gradually when you've known me well enough we take it to another level right yeah that's 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 what i call that that's i think is the natural hard to get thing the problem with a lot of ladies is your version of hard to get is on and off it's on and off it's just i want then i don't want now i want then i don't want no i don't want still now i want like the the whole it stops being sexy and starts being confusing that's what we have to deal with as guys it's just straight up confusion you understand it's why i don't like to cuddle i don't like cuddling because cuddling is just a night of torture let me be honest with you i am i am not a cuddler if we are not going to smash i am not going to pretend about it facts just word man's not hot i in fact i'm hot i don't want cuddle i don't want to share anyone else's body heat i'm that guy simply because you're going to spend the night with someone rubbing up against you and every time you try to make a move they're like no i don't want and then they pretend not to be interested but they're still rubbing up against you and eventually by the time they come to the point where they want to give it to you you only have like 60 seconds left in you so you get up there you bust it and then you roll over and sleep and she's like oh my god i i i did all that for just this yeah you you ruined it actually madam you ruined it you're playing hard to get ruined the experience because this guy can only go up and down so many times before he starts getting legit confused yes this d confusion is a thing let's call it dom fusion the dom fusion is a thing like where the d just gets confused and it's like you know what i even me i don't want anymore So it's now just an obligation to be like okay since it's here let me hit it but I I'm I'm done I'm done why am I chasing you around for 3 hours in the bed I I want to sleep there's more things to do tomorrow can we do this and finish I have an appointment at 7 my nail guy misses me those things like we're thinking let's 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 get this out of the way as quick as possible and then move on to other things That's what's going through our minds so you with your complexities and hard to get navigate that call those things you're really not doing yourself any justice because you are just you're ruining it if you had let the event play out as it was you know because there's that point where you two both know you're both carrying it do not interrupt that moment let it play out don't turn it into a power play don't complicate the situation don't ask stupid questions you know pull out the protection give it to him and roll this thing out do not ruin that moment because it's very frustrating when it's ruined it's very hard to get back even for us guys yeah i know what you all think we listen to sounds of a fighter jet and we get hard yeah but that can only happen so many times because if you kept flipping that jet like switching it off on and off like it wouldn't no 
we can't keep saluting for whoever wants to walk by at whatever time they want. Mm-mm. It's a muscle. Listen, it's a muscle. It it gets tired. It gets a bit exhausted. So don't play with its feelings. It's there's a reason it's called a head, right? Yeah, it has its own feelings and emotions. So respect it. Don't be engaging us in these unnecessary squabbles all the time. Yeah, man, this war is unnecessary. We, we don't need to fight. Look, we, we, let's just do this. I mean, you've made it this far. You're in the bed. No one ever gets to the stadium and decides to cancel the match. What is wrong with you? Like, ah, it hurts, man. Quite literally. Like a heartbreak from a gecko. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I just have to tell you guys this because I, I promised to tell you the reason why I was, I was laughing in the beginning. I just thought to myself for one second, imagine what it feels like to be a gecko um, and, and get like... Like gecko breakups must be weird, right? Like think about it. Lizards breaking up it must be the most awkward stuff. Like someone finds you standing on the ceiling and just comes crawling towards you looks at you, flicks their tongue like twice, basically saying it's over, then wags their tail to the left and walks away and you're like, oh my goodness, this dude just broke up with me. Like that. After all the eggs I've put in. I used to hunt mosquitoes for this dude. But now you're stuck on the ceiling having to process your feelings uh, and how betrayed you feel that someone broke up with you. Because you have to do the walk of shame upside down, right? And upside down, you're going to walk and then maybe climb down the wall, enter a curtain for safety because there's always that one maid that wants to kill you despite the fact you've saved her from malaria multiple times and she doesn't know you ate mosquitoes. So the mosquitoes you are hunting for your boyfriend, those are the ones. And this guy left you there. And for me, it's even weirder for the person doing the breaking up, the person who's leaving the relationship. Like, how do you break up with someone on the ceiling? Like, you pick the moment... When gravity is against them to deliver such negative news, you are the most inconsiderate more forever. Like, what is what is wrong with you? This is why I didn't want to be a gecko. And that's why I was laughing at the beginning of the show. Because why do these thoughts go through my head? Ah, my goodness. I'm a passenger in my own mind. But yes, like I was saying, that's how it hurts. That's how much it hurts. We feel like you left us on the ceiling upside down to process our decisions when uh, you start playing hard to get in a bed. It gets complicated. And then after that, you want to cuddle. And we hate it when we have to cuddle and we didn't get none because it doesn't get any better. So please don't. You're kind of ruining the experience for him and yourself as well. And uh, I have one more reason why I think one more way that I think women ruin their sex lives from a male perspective. And you want to know what that is? Stay tuned to RX Radio. See me out with Daniel Omara. Feds away in suspense. Dum 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 dum. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is RX Radio. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Ah, so here we are. A late night show on a Saturday morning. That's, that's what this feels like. This should be Harmony's department. I hope you guys are listening in on night stream. It's actually quite fun. Mm, Harmony, that crazy, cute chick. Yeah, you can't tell she's crazy, but she's she cute though. So she does the night stream, you know, late night love show. And she does it well. It's Hear Me Out with Daniel O'Mara on RX Radio. And uh, yeah, today we're talking about ways in which the ladies are ruining their own coitus experience. And... 
I'd give it among other reasons asking stupid questions, uh, not carrying protection, you know, wanting to tie up a strong man and then uh, playing how to get in bed. But there's this one. Dum dum dum, the final one. Cosmetic enhancements that change the body type. Here's the thing, ladies. Um, you know things like eyelashes. Okay, no, maybe not eyelashes. Uh, hair may not make much of a difference to me. You could be bald and I'm good. I would still go there. But like push-up bras, corsets, um, the bikers with bums. Um, I won't say heels. Heels, that's what I can't complain about. But there are others I can. So things that basically change your body type, right? Like a corset's going to take you from a size uh, 35 to a size 32. That's a significant waist difference some of us. You know, the push-up bra, the what, all that stuff, right? Now, guys have body types. Guys have body types. Like, uh, they vary greatly. There's some guys who like them really tiny. There's a whole bunch of guys in the medium range, you know. Then there are guys who like them slim thick, then thick, then like big, big. Ladies, trust me, there's a dude out there for you. Thing is, more important than anything is like shape, right? Yeah, shape is a big deal for us. Not necessarily size. I mean, guys have size preferences. But sometimes we will skip a few sizes up for the shape. It works every time. It, I Please don't use this information against us, ladies. I, I am so sorry, men. I betrayed you. But they need to know. And I have a point to this. So before you end me, hear me out. Guys have like a type, a, a physique, right? And what corsets and all these bikers and stuff do is they package everything to look shapely and of a certain body type, right? So a guy who's attracted to that body type because, let's be honest, attraction is physical for us. Hey, I, I see you, you look good, I may make a move. I may stand back to study you a little more, but for the most part, I'm coming to you because you're cute, you're pretty, you're shapely, you're feminine. I'm going to attack. You understand? I'm going to check in. I'm going to make my move. And all these other things we get to know about you. Oh, she's so intelligent. She runs a farm. She talks to elephants. All the important stuff that matters, we get to find out after. But the physical is what's going to pull us there. Right? So you've attracted this dude. He has come through for, for his physicals. And you know he, things are getting along. You know, stuff is moving smooth. You have him hook, line, and sinker because the body type for us is linked to our performance. Let me put it that way. It's linked to our performance in a way. So you have to maintain in order to keep us at a certain level of interest to perform at a certain level of perfection. Hope it makes sense. Yeah. You, you can't let yourself go and we still look at you the same way because we are physically aroused. I don't think I've ever gotten hard because someone was intelligent. I'm like, I mean, yes, it's fun to have you around, but uh, I'm in track pants. Do you see anything changing in the texture? No, same thing. So nothing. But mostly the body. Oh my goodness, the physical beauty. Mm, that is our thing. This. So, what a corset does is it does all the packaging, but then when we get to the actual experience, all these things come off and you are not my body type. Of course, there's going to be a disconnect in that moment because someone's thinking, uh, okay, I was not ready for this. It's not what I signed up for, right? It's like if you went to the club, picked a really beautiful woman, took her home and found out she was a transgender who hadn't fully transitioned from male to female, I would be disturbed. 
as long as they hadn't told me because if they had told me that's a different story i wanted it but if they hadn't mentioned it uh, then I, i i feel like i've gotten a bit of a raw deal it's just like if a dude showed up with a range rover right took you out on a date to an expensive restaurant hmm? then drove you back home to a one-roomed room wouldn't you be confused because you're like how did he afford the car who paid for the restaurant bills you know i like why couldn't he use this money to buy a house these things bother you or rent a better a better place right it's not the deal you thought you were getting in the beginning it, it it's different from what you had signed up for and that frustrates us a lot as guys because that change alone is going to cause a decline in the performance round one maybe standard you know because a, a brother's got a busted nut but after that it's going to be a bit tricky because look the body thing is what gets us on right we are like mm, yes mm, she looking good mm, looking fine she feels great that's that's it so when we start losing sight of that both of us start to panic and i don't i don't have to explain to you what it feels like panic with two heads it's like twice the panic it's mm, it's confusing so what i'm saying is look don't be surprised when a guy's reaction changes when the things come off and stuff is a bit different it's it, 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 it's nothing personal it's not even resentful it's just you know kind of shock in a way dude's just like oh i was not expecting that like a plot twist in a movie i am your father no it's that kind of situation it's not beef but it is going to affect the outcome of the whole experience i don't have any actual advice in this regard because anything i say will be called body shaming but you know i just wanted you to know yeah there you have it it's important news that that's what i do on this show i come here to give lessons teach things and hope you all learn mm. and as always as a pleasure thank you for tuning in today we've discussed everything from several people on twitter being removed and what it means as in the greater meaning of it some of you are celebrating now but uh, it's only a matter of time until they come for someone you share an opinion with then you will rat talked about single mothers and now some of us are just avoiding dating them because we get to attach to kids and uh for the sake of the kid we won't date you nothing personal just say and then most importantly the five ways in which women are ruining their own coitus experience and yeah that has been it ladies tell me if this helps because i told you it's from a guy's perspective this is what we see among others of course among others i mean damn smell good for Christ's sake at least that's like the bare minimum smell nice it's very important for you to smell nice i don't think that one has to be mentioned <laughs> that one should be a given smell nice please it helps but yeah if the advice helps yeah sure hey hit me up so mara daniel the lol modo on uh, mara daniel lol on twitter uh, also mara daniel the lol modo on Instagram and then Omar D on Facebook fall in give me your opinion tell me what you think about the show tell me if the things i say actually make sense or i'm just ranting to my ancestors and uh, yeah give your opinions and your take but whatever you do in all these things keep it rx for the best music the best entertainment talk shows and the wildest presenters brunch talk is coming up next with olive najuma monica <laughs> why am i like this today <laughs> Stay with us people have a great day